I want to do a quick review as we are in this series called Destinations. Maybe you're a first-time guest with us today. Just kind of bring everybody up to speed uh, very quickly. <clears throat> this series, Destination, we, we, we've been looking at the path principle. The path principle. And that, that, the principle is simply this. Direction, not hopes, dreams, prayers, intentions, determine destination. We've said throughout this series that if you got on I-40 and you went east, that no matter how much you prayed, no matter how much you hoped, no matter how much you dreamed, no matter how good your intentions were, you will not end up in California because direction, not hopes, dreams, or prayers, direction determines destination. And we learned that on week number one. On, on week number two, we, we learned a scripture, Proverbs chapter 27 and verse number 12. And the scripture went like this, the, the prudent see danger and take refuge. The, the prudent, they see a problem, a concern, a dilemma, an issue in the future, and they do something about it. They take a different path. They take an alternative route that, 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 that they are, they take refuge and they are kept safe. And that scripture goes on to say, but the simple, the naive, they see danger, the same danger, the same issues, the same problems in the future, and they just keep going like nothing's going to happen to them. And the scripture says they suffer harm. And then last week, as we looked at this whole destinations uh, series and this whole path principle, last week what we learned is that, that, that information is not enough. When it comes to choosing the paths of life, information, knowledge, insight, intuition is not enough. We need God. We need the Lord. The wisest man who ever lived told us when it comes to choosing paths, we don't need to lean on, lean on our own understanding. We need to lean on our heavenly Father. And then this week, I want to talk to you about attention deficit disorder. The people, events, and things that get our attention influence our direction. Point number one. I want to begin this message right up front by giving you the overarching principle for this talk today. The overarching principle. Point number one is this. Attention influences direction and direction determines destination. Please hear this now. Attention. Everybody say attention. Attention influences direction and direction determines destination. Whatever gets our attention can influence our direction. And then that direction will determine our destination. And so that's the principle that I want to unpack today. I want us to talk about today. Let's look at point number two. Let's kind of break down this attention influences the direction principle. Number two is this, what grabs, what grabs, everybody say grabs, what grabs your attention can influence the direction of your life. What grabs your attention can influence the direction of your life. We, we've all said things like this. That got my attention. That over there captured my attention. He or she grabbed my attention. We, we've all used that phrase. Gra that, that grabbed my Attention. And hear me today, hear me. The things that grab our attention can influence the direction of our life. And that direction will determine our destination. What grabs our attention can influence our direction. When I was a senior in high school growing up and we woke up Oklahoma, 
I grew up in church, but got away from the things of God and started living a wild life and doing my, my own thing. And I was a senior and playing football. It was the fall of my senior year in high school. And I was being recruited by several colleges and universities to play college football. And one of the universities that was recruiting me was Brown University and uh, one of the Ivy League schools in, in the East Coast. And, and the coach was coming down to, to see me and several players in the Oklahoma area. And that Thursday night, he had a meeting scheduled with me to meet me in my home to talk to me about their college program and their, and their school. And he called me about 6, 6.30 that night and said, Herbert, I can't make it tonight. I'm stuck in Oklahoma City, but I'll be there tomorrow to meet with you and talk to you about the school. And so I had an open Thursday night available now. And on Thursday nights and we woke up, they had what you call FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes meetings and I didn't have time for all that. I, I was cool, you know, I was the bomb.com. I ain't had no time to go over no fellowship of Christian Apple time for that. But that Thursday night it was available and they were serving free pizza. Come how many know pizza can do it, eh man, pizza can be the hook. And so I went I decided to go because I was gonna get some free pizza that night and I kinda had it available. I mean how the you look back and see how the Lord works. And I went to this fellowship Christian athletes meeting to eat free pizza. I'll never forget this night. Todd Thompson, the former kicker for the Oklahoma Sooners, just sat right in a chair, talked to me like I'm talking to you, shared the story of Jesus. I had died on the cross and rose again, that he could change our lives. And that night in front of the most of the entire football team, one of the captains of the football team, one of the stars of the team, I began to cry. I began to weep. Because that night in that football locker room, Jesus grabbed my attention. He grabbed my attention. And friends, can I tell you, that night when Jesus grabbed my attention, it has influenced the direction of my life. And I'm at this destination today because way back then in that football locker room, Jesus grabbed my attention. And the things that grab our attention can influence the direction of our life. And ultimately, we end up at destination. When I was a senior in college, there was this girl named Tiffany who was a freshman in college. I played football. She was a cheerleader. And when Tiffany showed up on the college campus, her roommate were telling her about all the guys. And she began to tell her about this guy named Herbert Cooper. And she said, I, I, I confirmed this story last night. I said, now, Tiffany, is this actually what she said? <laughs> because I, I said, now, this, she said, this guy is like an angel. When, you, when you're around him, it's like a halo on his head. Folks, I'm holy. That's all I want. I'm holy. I'm holy. <laughs> no, you know, you know, you know how it is in college. Everybody was living wild, and I happened to be living for Jesus Christ. So I was like an angel to her, you know, got a halo on my... But that's how she described Had a halo on his head. And so Tiffany wanted to meet this guy named Herbert Cooper. And we had chapel at our school. It was the beginning of the school year. And me and some of the other football players, as we were in chapel, in the hallway before chapel started, we were kind of in the lobby area, just hanging out, you know, we was hanging out, goofing off. They called me Rev back then, Rev, and, you know, and I was out in the hallway, you know, we were getting our Mac on, you know, Mac and all the girls. Some of you don't know what a Mac is, amen. We trying to get us a date up in there, all right? You know, hey, 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 Rev loved the Lord, but I knew I was going to get married one day, amen. So I was in that hallway with them brothers, amen, checking out the girls. And so we was checking out a girl, and I'd call someone, come here, girl, come, what's your name? What's your name? Talk, talk to them. And, and then I called this young lady over. Come here, come here, come here. What's your name? She said, Tiffany. So, what's your name? I said, Well, my name's Herbert Cooper, and Tiffany's response was this. 
you're Herbert Cooper? Now, fellas, how many know when a girl says, you're Herbert Cooper, you got to ride where you want it. I mean, oh, 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 sucky, sucky, I got you, girl. Ah, yeah, yeah. And so Tiffany's roommate, I mean, I ought to pay this girl money, you know. The Tiffany's roommate continued to tell her how great I was. And they had this event at our school where the girls asked the guys to this event. And so this girl convinced Tiffany that you have to ask Herbert now because all the girls, I don't know where she got this from, but all the girls are going to ask Herbert. And so Tiffany, before anybody else on campus did it, when I was away on a football game, she got in my dorm room and she decorated my entire dorm room with posters and all. And she put Hershey Kisses all on the floor. And here's the line she used to ask me out on this girl-ass guy day. She said, if you'll go to Harvest Fest with me, I'll kiss the ground you walk on. Oh, I called all the fellows in. Come here, boys! Come here! God, you got to see this, boys! Come check it out! Have y'all been asked yet? <laughs> and Tiffany and I, we begin to date because she grabbed my attention. And this is a, a picture of us in college when we're sitting in her dorm room. She had grabbed my attention and we begin to fall in love. And because, because, because Tiffany grabbed my attention 11 years ago, over 11 years ago, we got married. Check out this picture. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What a blessing, Lord. And, and now check this out. Check this out. Because she grabbed my attention, it influenced the direction of my life. And it influenced the direction of my life so much, there are now people on the planet that wouldn't otherwise be on the planet if she hadn't grabbed my attention. They're called our four kids. Check this out. Yeah. I've got the four most beautiful kids on the planet, and I got the highest diaper bill on the world, in, the, in the earth. I mean, I got a die. What grabs your attention can influence the direction of your life and direction determines destination. In January of 2002, Brian and Alicia are programming directors. You see Brian, some leading worship on the platform, kind of in charge, he's in charge of everything that happens in the auditorium. And him and his wife moved here in 2002 with Tiffany and I to start People's Church. And Brian and I, four or five months before the church started, we went to a conference in Dallas called the Creative Conference at Ed Young's church, Fellowship Church. And we went to that conference and I heard this man. I saw the excellence, I saw the facilities, and I heard his vision. And I heard him talk about reaching people who are far from God. And at that conference, that conference, that conference, it grabbed my attention. It grabbed my attention. It was at that moment, at that conference, I knew that God was stirring me to do something different. I knew God was stirring my heart to start a church that unchurched people would love to come to. I grew up going to church, grew up, I knew how to do the church, but I, I knew God, not, not, not any better, but different. God had called us to start a church that would reach unchurched people. And every single Sunday, people give their hearts to Christ. At 8.45 this morning, four people gave their hearts to Christ because at that January of 2002, uh, it captured my heart. And when it captured my heart, it influenced the direction of this ministry. And today, there's people's church and people are giving their hearts and lives to Jesus Christ because the things 
that capture your attention can influence the direction of your life. Friends, I've just given you several good examples, positive examples, but all of us could say that there are things that have captured our attention that we wish would have never captured, captured our attention. <laughs> There are things that have grabbed our attention that we wish never would have grabbed our attention. Some of you may have been drugs and alcohol. And you were at the party. You never tried the stuff. Never thought you would. But at the party, everybody seemed cool and laughing and, and high and having fun. And they said, why don't you try some, some of this? Why don't you get this drink? Why? And you took your first drink, you had your first smoke, you took your first pill. It grabbed your attention that night, that day, and it influenced the direction of your life. And you never thought you would be an addict, but you got hooked. And you started to steal from the people that you love. You started to lie to people because you can go back and trace it back to the very moment that it grabbed your attention. Some of you, it's a person. It grabbed your, you. There are some people you wish you would have never met. There are some relationships you wish you would have never started. It, it grabbed your attention. She or he, it grabbed your attention and, and it influenced the direction of your life. And it led you down a path in an affair, in a relationship. And, and it led you down this, down this path and you ended up at a destination because what grabs your attention can influence the direction of your life. For some of you, it was a business deal. You heard about it and it grabbed your attention. And the business deal went sour. And you lost thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, had to file bankruptcy because it grabbed your, it grabbed your attention. And it influenced the direction of your life. For some of you, it's a house. It was a car you saw. It was some clothes in the mall that got you to get your credit card out and get your first consumer. You can trace it back to, to when you started to overextend yourself financially, when, when you knew you shouldn't have bought it. But it grabbed your attention. You bought the house. You bought the car. You got in there. And now it led you in a direction. And you're at a destination financially that you hate and you regret because something grabbed your, it grabbed your attention. Friends, please understand something that what grabs your attention can influence the direction of your life. There's a second thing that, that I want you to see. A sec, it's point number three in your notes, but I want to unpack this whole attention thing. Number three is this. What you pay attention. Everybody say pay. What you pay attention to will influence the direction of your life. Please understand that there is a difference between what grabs your attention and what you choose to pay attention to. You see, grabbing attention is all about emotion. You see the person, you see the thing, you see the opportunity, and it grabs your attention. Matter of fact, it wasn't even on your radar screen. It wasn't even in your thought pattern. And then you saw it, you, you heard about it, and it grabbed your attention. It's, it's, it's about emotion. Now, now paying attention is all about intentionality. It's a deliberate decision you make. It's not about emotion, it's about devotion. I'm gonna say that again, paying attention is not about emotion, it's about devotion. Think about this. 
How would your life be different today if your father and your mother would have paid attention to some things when you were little? How would your life be different today if your father and mother perhaps may, would have paid attention to their marriage? How would things be, be if they would have paid attention? How would your life be different today if your father and mother may, maybe would have paid attention to you when you were in your teenage years? If they would have paid more attention to you. How would your life be different today if your father and mother would have paid more attention to their spiritual life? When you were little, they would have gave more attention to serving God and living for Jesus and going to church. If they had paid more attention, you see, because our parents, may, 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 maybe they did and maybe they didn't. But, 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 but let's look from the standpoint of they didn't pay attention to some things and it influenced the direction of their life. And they ended up at a destination. And not only did it influence the direction of their life, it influenced the direction of your life. Let's make it personal today. In all of our lives, there are things we wish we would have paid attention to. I mean, no, I'm right about it. You look back and you go, I wish I'd have paid attention to this. I wish I would have given more attention to this. Maybe for some of you, it's your health. And, and you haven't paid attention to your health in, in years. And, and you wish you'd have paid more attention. Maybe it's your marriage. You look back and you say, I wish I'm at the point of divorce. We're arguing. I wish, I wish years ago I'd have paid more. Maybe it's your kids. And you look at your kids and you think, oh, man, I, when I had them like this high, when, I, when they were in junior high, when they were, I wish, I wish I'd have paid more attention. Maybe it's your finances. You look at your money and it's out of control. I mean, you, 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 wish, you wish you could back up five, ten, and pay, you would, I paid more attention to, to financial management and, and discipline. Maybe it's your, it's your education. And you wish you could back up and you would have paid more attention when you were in college. You'd have paid more attention to your educational pursuits. Maybe it's your spiritual life. And you didn't give your heart to the Lord until you were 30. You didn't get serious about serving God until you were in your 40s or 50s. And you, you wish you could back up and you think, how would my life have been different if when I was a teenager, if I was in my 20s, if I'd have paid attention to my spiritual life? Because the principle is this. The things that we pay attention to will influence the direction of our lives. Here's an observation. Here's an observation about grabbing attention versus paying attention. Things that grab our attention are usually dangerous. Think about that. I mean, I gave you some great illustrations, but, but oftentimes the things that grab our attention, that capture our attention, they're dangerous. Those are the things that get us all focused from, from the things that really matter. But the things that we need to pay more attention to are normally things that will set us up for success. Just an observation. Grabbing attention versus paying attention. Everybody say attention, direction, destination. The things that grab, capture, you pay attention to, influence your direction, and direction determines destination. I just laid a foundation for you. Now I want to spend the next few moments looking at a, some scriptural examples of this principle. Some scriptural examples of, of this principle. Attention, direction, destination. Let's look at Psalms chapter 119 and verse number 35. Psalms 119 and verse number 35. The scripture says this. Direct me in the path. This is King David writing. Direct me in the path. I like this. Direct, direct. 
me in the path. David realized that direction determines destination. Direct me in the path of your commands. Let my attention be on your commands, for there I find delight. Notice verse 36, turn my heart. In other words, turn my attention toward your statues and not toward selfish gain. Let my attention, let my heart, let my affections be after your statues, not not selfish gain, not selfishness, not selfish pursuit. I, I realize that that's a path that can get me in trouble. It can grab my attention, but let my attention, let my focus, let my heart be on your statues. Verse 37, turn my eyes. Turn my eyes. I mean, when you study out the whole eyes, I mean, just it could interchangeably be, it could be attention. Turn my eyes, turn my attention away from worthless things. I love what David says. David realized the things that capture my eyes, capture my attention, will influence my direction. Turn my eyes, turn my attention away from worthless things. In other words, don't let something grab, grab my attention. Maybe it's the person flirting at your workplace. Maybe it's the phone number. Maybe it's the internet that's grabbed your attention. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's an unethical business deal grabs your attention. It's, it's a worthless thing. Don't go that route. Maybe it's a cupcake. Oh, yeah. For some of, oh, yeah. Lord, that cupcake is worthless. But, oh, turn my eyes away, Jesus. Because it's worthless. It's going to take me down a path that will destroy. It, it gets my attention. It gets my eyes. And it turns me in a path that can destroy my life. David goes on to say in verse 37, I love this. Preserve, 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 preserve my life according to your word. In other words, David says, Lord, preserve me. Don't let something grab my attention and cause me to mess up my life. In other words, God, I don't want to wake up one day and think, how did I get here? How did I end up here? Lord, preserve my life according to your word. I want to pay attention to your word. Don't let me turn to worthless things because direct attention will determine direction and direction will determine destination. Not only did David touch on this, matter of fact, if you read your Bible, almost every book in the Bible refers, infers, or talks about this principle that I'm talking about today. Directly or indirectly. Proverbs chapter 4. Solomon says in verse 27. My son, pay attention. Everybody say, pay attention. Come on, that one, everybody. Everybody say, pay attention. My son, pay attention. Give your attention. Be deliberate about your attention to what I say. He drives it home that, man, we need to listen to what God says, what his word says. Listen closely to my words. In other words, he says it again. Pay attention to my words. Verse 21. Don't let them out of your sight. Don't, I mean, pay attention to my word. Keep your eyes focused on godly things. Don't let them out of your sight. Pay attention. He goes on to drive it home again. Keep them within your heart. Keep the focus of your heart upon my word. Pay attention. Say, Herbert, why, 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 why pay attention? Verse 22, for they are life. If you'll pay attention to his word, it'll lead you in the direction of life because direct, because attention influences direction. 
Pay attention. Listen closely to my words. They are life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. As I was studying and looking at this scripture, I need to do a whole series on this scripture about guarding your heart. It's the wellspring of life. Verse 24, put away perversity from your mouth. Now he tells us how to guard our heart. And one of the ways we guard our heart is with the things we say. And don't have time to unpack that today, but he goes on to say, put away perversity from your mouth. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Now he tells us another way that we guard our heart, because if we'll guard our heart, we'll guard our life. Verse 25, he says, let your eyes look straight ahead. Pay attention. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Men, in this, we, most of us men, we're, we're visually driven. Come on, you're seeing stuff on the right and the left. Come on, keep your eyes straight ahead. Don't, don't look at her. Don't, don't double take. Keep your eyes straight ahead. I'm not going to just pick on the men. Let me get on the women. Come on, women. When you're walking down the mall, keep your eyes straight ahead. Amen. You always looking to the right. You weren't even going to buy that dress till you looked over there. Amen. Keep your eyes straight ahead in Jesus' name. I thought the men would say amen on that one. Now, let me move on. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Notice this. I want you to see this. Fix. This is about being intentional. This is about being deliberate. Fix your eyes. Fix your gaze directly before you. I'm going to pay attention to some things. Fix, fix. I'm going to be intentional. I'm not going to let it grab my attention. I'm going to pay attention. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make, verse 26, make level paths. This is about being deliberate. This is about being intentional. This is about paying attention. Make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. Verse 27, do not swerve to the right or the left. Listen, you better pay attention because there are things on the right or the left that are trying to get you off track. You better pay attention because you know why people don't pay attention? Because things are grabbing there. Attention. On the right and on, on the left, he says, don't swerve to the right or the left. Don't fall to the right or the left. The get rich scheme, that, that pornography, that affair, that, that bad choice. That, 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 don't, don't, don't keep your eyes straight ahead. Keep your foot from evil. And all, all Solomon is saying is attention, direction destination as your attention goes you go it's like driving a car how many of you been driving your car and you had to get some in the back seat and you reach back there and the next thing you know you look back "Ah!" you know what happened where you put your attention is where your car goes same thing with your life where your attention is that's the direction your life goes in Attention, direction, destination. I close by asking you two questions. Two questions that I want you to jot down in your notes. You fill in the blanks on these questions and I want you to write down how it applies to your life. The first question is this. What or who has grabbed your attention? Think about that. Be honest with yourself. What or who has grabbed your attention? Is it good or bad? The thing that's grabbed your attention, is it healthy or destructive? It could be a hobby. It could be a person. It could be a thing. And here's the deal, church. None of us can afford to get distracted. None of us can afford to allow something to grab our attention and to get us off the right path. Don't swerve to the left or to the right. Well, what's grabbed your attention? I want you just to write it down and really be honest. Is it positive or is it negative? The second question that I want you to ask and answer, just write it down right there in your notes. The second question is this. What do you need to begin paying more attention to? What do you need to begin paying more 
attention to. I want you to think about that. Maybe it's your marriage. You haven't been paying attention to your marriage. You let kids come before the marriage. You let work come before the marriage. And there's a disconnect. Your marriage is drifting. And I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to some hearts right now. There's some things grabbing your attention, but they're getting you off track. And you better start paying attention. Because don't fool yourself. You're, you're, you're on a path. You are headed in a direction. The things that are capturing your attention, that you're paying attention to, are influencing your direction. Maybe it's your health. You've got to change some things you're eating and start exercising. You've got to start giving more attention and paying more attention to, to your health. Maybe it's your education. I, I want to talk to some of our college students, some of our high school students. Pay attention to your education. The season you're in in life is, is, is influencing your direction. And a lot of things are trying to grab your attention. Video games, friends, boyfriend, trying to grab. Listen, pay attention. It's influencing the direction of, of your life. Maybe it's your children. I want the, come on, jot, jot another thing for you. Maybe it's your children. And you've got a lot of things in the way. And you won't ever get them like this again. When, when they're this, you, you won't ever get them again when they're 13. You won't ever get them again when they're 14. One day they're going to get out your house and you won't have any influence. Not the influence that you have today. And you, you need to pay more attention. For some of you, for some of you, it's your spiritual life. And you're hardly ever in church. You never pick up the Bible and read it. You don't pray. And your life is headed in a direction. And you've got to start paying attention to some spiritual things. A lot of things have grabbed your attention. I've seen good people, man, that, that they get a lake house or get, get a hobby. And, and they used to be in church and then they, something grabs their attention. And, and they drift out of church and... And they don't even see it. It's, it's hard to see it when it's you. It's hard to see it when it's you in the mirror. It, it it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm headed in a direction that's not good. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the things that you're paying attention to is influencing the direction of your life. And that direction will take you to a destination. Whether good or whether bad. And church, here's the issue, here's the issue, here's the issue, here's the issue. The bottom line is this. There's a lot of things in life that you can't control. A lot of things you can't control. But you can control what you pay attention to. And ultimately, what you pay attention to will influence, you, will influence your direction. And that direction will lead you to a destination. I close with this last scripture, Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 1. We must pay more careful attention, therefore, to what we have, what we have heard so that we do not drift away. We have to pay more careful attention to what we've heard because when we quit paying attention, something grabs our attention and we start to drift away. Attention, direction, destination. Lord, thank you for your word.